Hey, 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 hey. It's your girl, it's me, Nicole, and this is another episode of The L Was a Lesson. Uh, what is The L Was a Lesson? The L Was a Lesson was created a few years ago in response to me going through a divorce. I am your host and creator, and I was looking for an outlet, a form of therapy that wasn't formal, right? So I just wanted to have a place to release those thoughts. And it has evolved a little bit over the years to include some finance tips as well as mental health tips. I am your resident financial specialist expert or financial solution specialist. What does that mean? That means I help working professionals uh, stretch their income a little bit, save their income, and then find a solution to put it into a great place, as well as helping your families make sure that they're able to take care of themselves Uh, income-wise, if you get sick or hurt, or worst case scenario, you were to die, to pass away, right? Now, where does that come in for the show-wise? I, along with other guests that I have, are going to talk about RLs, and these are all types of situations, uh, everything that someone can relate to, and we're going to tell you how we turn those Ls into wins. I'm really excited about this episode. I have one of my good friends, Lakia, uh, God placed her in my life a few years ago, and I can really brag on her forever, but I'm going to give her a chance to do that. She is an amazing mom. She's an amazing businesswoman. And the reason why I'm so excited about this episode is because Lakia is going to talk to us about being a mompreneur with a special needs child. Um, And I think that's really, really important because most of us know or can imagine what it's like to be a mompreneur with either an infant or just a toddler, but having a special needs child that needs 24 seven care is something totally different. And we don't hear talked about too much in this realm, especially in our community. So, you know me, I don't like to take up too much time. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to let Lakia introduce herself and tell you a little bit about her business. And then we're going to jump right into the conversation. Uh, Also for our new listeners, that extra noise that you hear is our resident co-host, baby Kai, my son, (laughs) he's nine months. So that's what happens when you're a mompreneur, right? So you're going to hear him rattling around and tossing around a little bit. And he might even want to talk about some of his L's, right? (laughs) So we're going to let Lakia tell us a little bit about herself and her business. And then we're going to jump right into the conversation. So Lakia, tell us about, you know, a little bit about your um, business, a little bit about yourself. Then we're going to jump right in. Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Lakia Williams. And um, I have a two small businesses. I have a business called Broken Hearts to Open Hearts, which is a women empowerment organization that I started in 2015. And it was my form of therapy. Um, I started because I was going through depression, dealing with a lot of depression. And I was looking for a circle of support, women that could relate to me that also needed support as well with their children. Um, And it grew beautifully in the last few years. I also have a natural product line called Lavish Loose Collection, and we make body butters, sugar scrubs, um, body oils, and more. You can find us on Instagram at Lavish Looks Collection 2019 and on Facebook at Lavish Looks Collection. Awesome. So once again, that is Lavish Looks Collection on Facebook and IG Lavish Looks Collection at 2019. So what we're going to talk about with Lakia today is being a mompreneur with a special needs child. Now, uh, Lakia does have another baby, um, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy is not special needs, but we're going to just focus on Jayla 
and we're just going to talk about, you know, how the process was, you know, when you decided you wanted to be an entrepreneur and how are you tackling that with Jayla being special needs? Tell us about her sickness. Tell us, you know, walk us in a day of the life of Lakia uh, with Jayla and being an entrepreneur. Oh, yes, most definitely. So with Jayla, um, I was pregnant at the age of 17, mm -hmm. very young. I was a teenager. I was lost, honestly. Right. I was lost. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I right. got pregnant with her my junior year, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, I didn't know what to do. So with, with my daughter, once I had my daughter, um, I didn't know that she had any special needs at all. She was born um, in, in Atlanta, of course. Her father was in and out of the relationship at the time and also out of her life. Uh, Jayla was diagnosed with septo-optic dysplasia, which is a brain malformation. Her brain um, was malformed. She only had 44% of a brain. So it affected her vision, her her mobility, she's not able to stand, talk, or see. She's mm -hmm. also blind as well. Now, did you find out, how long did it take you to find out all these, uh, the information about uh, her condition and, and, you know, where, like, when did you find out about it? What was your thought process? And tell us about that. Yes, so I found out when Jayla was about two, two months old, that she had um, had some issues going on with her gallbladder. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing. I didn't know what was going on with her brain or anything at the time. That mm -hmm. was the first sign because her eyes were turning yellow. Mm -hmm. um, took her back to the hospital and that's when they told me that uh, she was dealing with some some thyroid issues, some mm -hmm. issues with um, not being able to have all of her hormones. Mm -hmm. So she w had her first surgery at two years old and mm -hmm. then they, that's when they came to me and told me that my daughter was special needs. Oh wow! At and that she was going to have yeah that she was going to have some deficiencies, some developmental delay. Mm -hmm. um, by the time Jayla was, I say about three months old, mm -hmm. that's when I started to notice that she was behind. Um, she wasn't, you know, rolling over, and she wasn't doing the typical three month things. She right. was definitely behind in milestones. Right. Um, I noticed that she was blind around six months old. Her mm -hmm. eyes started to wander. She has a. Uh, uh, nystagmus where her mm -hmm. eyes move involuntarily mm -hmm. and I asked the doctor like what's going on with my baby <laughs> mm -hmm. because it, it just came out of nowhere right. we didn't even know what was going on and I found out that she was blind so things just kind of started happening as she began to grow right. by the time she was 8 months old she had her first seizure Oh wow! Yes, and so that's when she was diagnosed with epilepsy. Mm -hmm. So Jayla had a rough first year, right? Um, right. And I, I did also. I actually suffered from postpartum depression, right? Um, significantly because, of course, at seventeen or eighteen at the right. time, trying to figure out what's going on, and I'm a child myself, right? You know, so I was very, very confused about what was going on. But she definitely. Um, was born with a significant amount of brain missing. And let's touch about let's touch on that for a little bit. Not to sit in it for too long. Baby Kai, we are talking about Lakia's L's, not yours right now. Uh, <laughs> so let's touch on that for a minute. You wasn't this fast teenager sleeping with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. You wasn't failing. You ain't drop out. You wasn't run away. You were a straight-A student. You got accepted to every college of your choice. Yes. You know, you had sex, got pregnant. Okay, fine. But now... Not only are you pregnant, you're pregnant, obviously you have this new baby, but you're 17 and you have a special needs baby. Right. Like, 
how did that impact your thought process moving forward? Significantly. Uh, yeah. Let's first start by Jayla, honestly, was, I was with the same guy for two years. Okay. Um, he, he was my first, you know, right. and we were high school sweethearts. So, not fast at all. Definitely, you know, definitely young. And, you know, I can say a little naive, you know. Right. However, I will say, um, I didn't expect to have a special needs child. No one in my family showed any signs of special needs or any type of significant disability. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely took taken back by that. Right. Um, significantly. Right. Absolutely. Now, fast forward a little bit. We know, okay, Jayla's special needs. This is my life now. You know, I'm a teen mom. I have a special needs daughter. Uh, and... Now, you know, time has passed. Of course, you didn't go to school, but now everybody's getting a job. Or where am I going to get my money? Take us to the thought process of, you know, where where did you decide, okay, I'm going to have to be an entrepreneur or this is the route that I'm going to take? Okay. Um, well, what happened was when Jayla was about one and a half years old, I was supposed to go to Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't go because... Unfortunately, my mother, I just didn't have the support in place to make sure that Jayla was going to be okay while I went off to school. Right. So I then went to uh, community college and I couldn't complete my community college degree because my daughter continually had to go in and out of the hospital due to issues with epilepsy, um, issues with breathing. She stopped breathing when she was younger as well. So it was a lot of issues that affected my schooling, my focus. And so entrepreneurship, right. I started off doing hair. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, uh, from home, hair and makeup. And I was making mm-hmm. a really, really good living off of that. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I eventually went to beauty school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stopped going to beauty school because she caught pneumonia. Mm-hmm. So Jayla has definitely, um, honestly, I just took a lot of, it was a lot of L's. Yeah. You know, it was hard to focus on me. It was hard to focus on what right. I wanted to do because I had to be that mother. Right. I had to be there. I had to be present. And unfortunately, her father was in and out of jail, right. Right. in and out of prison. And so it left me to put on my big girl, you know, right. big girl pants and handle business. Right. You had to put on the big girl panties. You had to take charge. <laughs> <laughs> to take charge. Yeah. As a single mom. So it right. was hard. Right. So tell us, all right, so we know, like I said, um, you tried, you attempted to go back to school. You can't go to school because Jayla, uh, you know, in and out of the hospital, you can focus, which honestly, uh, even as adults, right, we, we find it hard to focus with our kids and things like that. Tell us, uh, so what was your, you started doing hair. Now, you have been a full-time mompreneur. Jayla's 15. Yes. So, (laughs) (laughs) Jayla is 15. So, tell us, walk us through what that has looked like over the years. So, wow. She's 15. Like, just just hearing you say that to me, it's been a journey. It has been a journey. And um, entrepreneurship definitely uh, has been my focal point. Right. Um, I'll stop working in 2014 mm-hmm. due to the fact that, like I stated with Jayla, she isn't able to verbalize what's going on. So right. uh, unlike typical kids that can point and say, hey, mom, my head is hurting. Hey, mom, I need some pain medication. My stomach is hurting. Right. With Jayla, it was a lot of um, hospitalizations throughout her life. Right. Uh, because, of course, it was a process of elimination. And a lot of times I didn't know what was wrong. Right. Uh, I had to figure it out. I had to pray about it. I had to ask God about it. Um, and then that's when God, of course, brought together, you know, the idea of having my own nonprofit organization right. for women. 
because I was definitely depressed. I couldn't figure it out. I was stressed. I was gaining a significant amount of weight. Mm-hmm. I was going through a lot of changes in life. Right. So. Exactly. And that played a role because you couldn't, like you said, you couldn't figure out, you know, what is it? I got to make you, you pretty much didn't have time to stop. You still had to keep going because you had Jayla and, um, you know, eventually Jeremy came along, but you couldn't figure out what you, you just couldn't take the time to stop for yourself. Right. No. So tell us about, tell us about what a day in the life looks like while still trying to perform your necessary duties as a mom, but also perform your necessary duties as an entrepreneur. Tell us about that. So every every morning, um, my daughter Jayla gets up. We have to prepare her for the day. We have to give her her medications, her formula. Before I can even get started, you know, working, I have to make sure that she is okay, that she is safe. Um, she is also on oxygen from time to time, so I have to make sure that her post ox, you know, her heart rate is good, her oxygen is good before I even start my work day. When I start my work day, of course, I have to put in a lot of breaks um, because I have to check on her, monitor her, make sure she's okay, change her throughout the day, turn her throughout the day because she is in a hospital bed mm-hmm. and she's also quadriplegic. So Jane right. is unable to control her body. Right. And so I have to make sure she's turned every two hours. So while I'm making body butters and sugar scrubs, right. uh, Jayla is sometimes fussing or crying. Right. Um, fussing or crying, you know, while I'm actually working. Right. So it gets, it gets very frustrating. It gets hard. Right. However, I get the job done. Right. I get the job done by any means necessary. Now I do have support. I do have nurses that mm-hmm. come in and work uh, right now for me seven days a week. Girl, that's a blessing. Yeah, in the past, I was literally doing it all by myself. Right. And it was a You were mom, nurse, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, therapist, you're a chauffeur, you're everything that we normally have the title as mom. Excuse me. That everything that the title of mom normally includes, right? So, (coughs) excuse me. Now, talk about... uh, you have been blossoming really for the past few years. And not to say that you haven't in general, but I mean, even from my, even from knowing, uh, knowing you personally and seeing your business just take off, um, what do you think you've done differently? Or so let me rephrase it. You've been blossoming for the last two years, but also knowing you personally, I know that Jayla has had some struggles over the last two years she had covid Mm -hmm. she was hospitalized for a long period of time and during that time you were still flourishing the business was still doing well yes it was faith Mm -hmm. faith god prayer yeah um praying daily meditating daily um and asking god to direct me if i have to be completely transparent with you I, i wouldn't have done it without god right um, and there was some hard days, some, some days where I really wanted to just give up. Like, Lord, I don't understand. Right. I don't know what's going on. Help me through this. And right. he has always helped me through it. Right. He has always bought her out, even when they said that she wasn't going to make it. Right. I know, you know, when she was two years old, they told me that she wasn't going to live, that she wasn't going to be able to make it with her brain being malformed the way it was. Mm-hmm. And so since then... I, I, I believe that God is going to continue to carry her through. So now I just don't even, I don't lean on my own understanding. Right. Right. Now I'm learning to be patient 
be patient with the process. And like I said, with Jayla having COVID, we didn't think she was going to make it through COVID. Right. Not only did she have COVID once, but she had COVID twice. Right. And she continued to push through. So, sis, my, my faith has increased. And with my faith increasing and just trusting in God, right. doors have been opening up for me that I didn't even knock on. Right. And the business has been flourishing. Absolutely. And my peace, honestly, has been present. So, right. I'm grateful. Right, good. I'm glad to hear about. Now, in my in 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 my sense of knowing you, or just uh, on the outside looking in, I can see what the L's of this situation can be. But you tell me what if you had to pick out like five or six L's, or not even necessarily five or six. But if you had to pick out like, oh, this was L. But let me t- show you what I did right here because that's that's the goal of the the show, right? The L was a lesson, how we turned it into a win. So talk about some of your L's that are like specific but that you took and you turned them around to make them work in your favor or even something that it taught you that was positive? Um, Since I took a lot of L's, I took a lot of L's. Like I stated, I had to leave school, you know, Mm -hmm. and I felt like, you know, that was one of the worst decisions I've made, but it was one of the best decisions that I made because honestly, getting my daughter to a healthy place at the time when I dropped out of uh, beauty school, she caught pneumonia. Mm -hmm. And when she caught pneumonia, that's when I realized that she actually was um, dealing with a a broken hip. Mm -hmm. So it was so many many things that I had to give up on. Right. But when I gave up on them, they brought me also directed to my purpose. Right. you know, I was focused on doing hair. I just feel like that just wasn't the avenue for me. Right. You know, I got so focused on hair, spending a lot of money, investing a lot of money into all these different products and uh, days and nights where people coming in and out of my home. Mm-hmm. That was a lesson learned as well because people just wanted to take advantage of your kindness too. Right, right. You know, with the different prices. So just learning and um, from those mistakes and also just doubting myself too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. And tell us how you turn those into some wins. Can I turn them into some wins? Like I stated, I, I started to pray more and worry less. Mm-hmm. Focusing on the ultimate goal versus just, you know, looking so far into the future versus right. just focusing on like one day at a time, one day at a time. Right, right. Um, get up and show myself grace. Yes. Show that is. Grace. So you and I have talked about this before, but that is my motto for this season of my life that I'm in. Give yourself grace. Yes. Uh, I know I send out sometimes a little, uh, uh, with my team, I send out sometimes a little, um, like just a little post, like a little morning motivation, if you mm-hmm. want to call it. Right. And th- I always end it with, you know, the drill, say your affirmations, your affirmations. At first I used to give them some but your affirmations that pertain to you, right? right? And last but not least, give yourself grace. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and grace to me and grace to you and grace to someone else all looks different, right. but you need to give yourself grace. No matter how you do it, you need to give yourself grace. You need to make sure that you are giving yourself the chance to just, um, just take it all in and breathe, exactly, and embrace it however you need to, right? So, um, that's great. And, and I can see, uh, us definitely having uh, another conversation about this, but, um, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about this conversation with Lakia. I definitely feel like we felt like it was important because you always get the viewpoint of the picture or the standpoint rather of a regular mompreneur, right? Like, what does that look like? What does that everyday process look like? But now we're having someone who is kind of, if you want to say, in society's standpoint, a double whammy. 
You have a teen, teen mom of a special needs child and you're a mompreneur of a special needs child. A um, few things I wanted to touch on were, like I said, I know Lakia personally and a lot of times when you find uh, single mothers, parents, families in general, they have a special needs child. They just got the child looking any type of way. I mean, the child just sitting there, the child drooling, or the child clothes all raggedy. And Lakia is an amazing example of not only is she always fine, fine <laughs> and put together, but Jayla, her hair is always done. She's always put together. And it's kind of something that's just second nature. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm touching on that, not to just give Lakia her flowers now, which everyone who knows me knows that's very important to me. Um, to give everybody their flowers while they're still here. It's important just to say it out loud. Like, Jayla is very well taken care of. Jeremy is very well taken care of. Yes. And if you are a special needs parent out there and you find yourself slipping sometime, give yourself grace. Yes. But also pour into that child. Make sure your child ain't looking raggedy, okay? Right. Make sure your child is put together. Make sure they hair yes. done. Don't use the excuse of them being special needs for you to not take care of them. And when I say not take care, for you to slack on, you know, their... Uh, proper care. Yeah, their proper care and their, um, you know, their general, not even necessarily yes. just hygiene, but yes, them looking, you know, looking to fit the part, right? That's nice of you. So, Exactly. So, uh, you know, we always end the show on some finance tips as well as ending the show on some mental health tips. Um, so what can you say a big part about being an entrepreneur is being able to budget. Mm -hmm. Give us some tips of budgeting with the special needs child. Because once again, you could easily say, oh, well, that's the same budget of a mompreneur. But it's not because we got medicine to buy. We got, and even if there is some type of help from state or whatever it is, you still got to make sure that you're on top of those appointments to keep that help. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You still, you got to make sure that you know which paperwork to file, that you right. know what to do. So just because you have that, it doesn't mean that budgeting is not in place. Also, with your business at the time, it was doing hair. When it wasn't doing hair, it was lashes. Those are things that take man hours where it's not passive. So budgeting is extremely important because you ain't doing hair if you're at the hospital. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So give us a few tips on how to budget uh, with special needs child and, and an entrepreneur and wrapping it all into one. Honestly, my budgeting plan, honey, I really did have to like stack my money. I had to make sure that there was money in my savings account. Uh, every month, regardless of what, I would make sure, regardless, I would, I would make sure that my daughter's medications were taken care of. There were money set aside for transportation. Um, I, took, I always took at least about $500 and set it to the side because mm -hmm. Jayla's uh, care expenses were very expensive. Right. I had to take her back and forth to the hospital, take her back and forth to doctor's appointments. And with Jayla, she has over 16 different doctors. Mm -hmm. All right. And we have to see those doctors within a three-month time span. Right. So that definitely took me saving saving money more than anything else mm -hmm. okay perfect and definitely understand that and uh like lakia said you gotta make sure once again one thing we talk about on the l is a lesson y'all know that we talk about budgeting to your standpoint budgeting based on your income your pockets so because you have a special needs child doesn't mean that you can't do certain things or doesn't mean, well, you know, she probably was bringing in a whole bunch of money. No, we want you to budget on your pockets. We want you, everything is specific to your situation, right? 
And you also talked a little bit about, uh, you talked a little bit about depression, postpartum depression. And uh, tell us, tell us a little bit aside from, you know, definitely, like you said, just leaning on the Lord and having your faith in that standpoint. Tell us any other methods that you used uh, to help you get through that. And especially not really knowing because you're a teen mom. So how do you know? I mean, even now, you moms, you know, in their 30s have a hard time getting over depression but and postpartum because you don't know. So tell us um, some tips that you used for that. Okay, definitely. Um, uh, when I first found out about the brain malformation mm-hmm. and that she was going to possibly, you know, suffer mm-hmm. in general in any way. Right. Um, that affected me, my mental health, significantly. Right. I blamed myself. Mm-hmm. I blamed her father. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know why my, my first child right. was born this way. Right. Um, so I had to go through some counseling. I sought out some counseling when I was uh, going through my postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize in that first year of her life, I gained over 100 pounds. Oh, wow. Just from the depression. Just from not really dealing with what was going on internally. And I mm-hmm. really wasn't completely transparent at the time with the uh the therapist mm-hmm. i didn't want to feel judged right and i wanted to make it seem like i just had it all together right but since i really these last few years i can say maybe these last maybe five to ten years uh-huh. i have been really really working on me right um so that i can be the best version of myself for my children and for right. myself first so it was really just kind of like identifying and accepting the fact that i have a child with disabilities and that regardless of what um, depression doesn't rule me. I, right. You know, it doesn't control me. Right. So I had to shake that thing off, give it over to God, give my kids over to God, and stop worrying about it. That right. was the biggest, biggest challenge for me. So I do still go to therapy. Right, absolutely. I still go to therapy. And also with the organization, I have different events where women can come together and we can talk amongst ourselves about what we're dealing with, what we're going through, right. and how we can become better individuals so that we can offer what you know what we have inside to, the, to others. Right, amazing, awesome. All great, great, great tips. Uh, definitely, you know that we are finance and mental health forward here on the Elwes lesson. So one of the main things everybody knows and I uh, I push forward a lot is therapy. I am a huge, huge, huge therapy advocate. And I think it was great that Lakia touched on that was one of the methods that she used uh, to help her get over her postpartum depression, her depression in general, because it's very, very important, especially in our communities, uh, especially the men in our communities, uh, they lack the understanding of what or how strong a tool counseling can be. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. If anything, counseling can be preventative. You know what I mean? Aside from being okay with you have an issue. You have an issue meaning you're not your normal self. That's the issue. Not that you're just this horrible person or whatever the case may be. And counseling is an extremely, extremely powerful tool to help give you not only better uh, solutions, but definitely to help you, you know, get to where you're going a little bit quicker. We are definitely solution based here on the show. Uh, So even with uh, the budgeting tips, you know, budgeting for Budgeting for specific things, as Lakia stated, you know, she had to budget for transportation. She had to budget for medicine. She had to make sure that she had those things taken care of right 
that they were already taken out, you know, that those funds were already allocated and accounted for. So it's not something where she's just like, oh, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to do it? Whether it's $10 uh, a week, $20 a week, $30 a week, whatever the case may be, you just have to make sure uh, that you're putting yourself into proper position. And we also want to talk about, uh, you know, using resources, right? Uh, Jayla is special needs. So whatever resources are available, whatever resources are available to help with hospital bills, whatever resources are available to uh, Jayla needs a special van. So whatever charities and things like that are out there uh, for your children, we want you uh, to make sure that you're utilizing all of your resources and knowing that you're not alone. You may not have that family support. You may not have a spouse, but you are not alone and there are resources out there for you. And what we're going to do, if you want a specific list of resources, definitely email us at thelessonpodcast at gmail.com and we will get that list together for you and send it out. Once again, it is thelessonpodcast at gmail.com. All right. But as always, you know, we don't take too long. Um, This is a great conversation. I like the fact that we were able to have these resources and definitely you're going to hear from Lakia again. There is a lot of content for us to cover. And if you want to hear something specific that you want us to talk about, once again, send that email to the lesson podcast at gmail.com. Follow us at the L was a lesson on IG. The L was a lesson on Facebook. And if you'd like to talk about some solutions for uh, your financial situations. If you'd like to go over a consultation to have a financial analysis of, you know, your income, how can we get things together? How can we make sure that your family is taken care of? You can also find us and make an appointment on Facebook at Sinlin Solutions. That is C-I-N-L-E-N Solutions on Facebook, as well as Sinlin Solutions on IG. But until next time, thanks for listening to The Owl Was a Lesson.